0: Hey, it's Jonay Williams, and you're listening to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast with Jan Ilonga.
1: This is episode 15, and today we talk about how to protect your business and brand. Here we go welcome to the 360 entrepreneur podcast the show for entrepreneurs and small business owners who dream big and want to do bigger join some of the world's top entrepreneurs internet marketers and best-selling authors as they share their inspiring stories their struggles and give actionable tips that will help you build grow and promote your online business here's your host yanni lunga hey 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 everybody what's up it's yanni lunga here with a new episode of the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. This is the 15th episode, actually. And if you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, this is a must listen, because today we talk about something that some actually business owners kind of overlook or don't pay too much attention to, and that can actually lead to trouble sometimes. We talk about how to protect your business and Brand, and what an awesome guest we have joining us. And before I tell you more about her, let's take a second to thank today's sponsor. When talking about web hosting, there is no doubt. Bluehost is the number one web hosting service. For just $3.95 a month, you get a limited web hosting, a limited domain hosting, which means that you can host as many websites as you want with just a single Bluehost account, and you get 24-7 top-notch support, and you can install your WordPress sites automatically with just a couple of clicks. Go to 36entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost to sign up, and when you do, you get a $50 Facebook credit and $100 worth of Google AdWords. That's at 36entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost. All right, so today we are joined by New York City attorney, Jeanne Williams, and she has worked with A-listers like Marie Forleo, Danielle Laporte, Derek Alpern. She is amazing. She has an incredible energy. She really provides her community at jawilliamslaw.com with so much value and she's here with us. Before we dive into today's content, there is a quick disclaimer. This interview is for informational purposes only and should not be construed as legal advice of any kind. Jeanne Williams and J.A. Williams Law PC and myself assume no liability for use or interpretation of any information contained in this interview. This podcast interview should not be an alternative to obtaining legal advice from a licensed attorney in your state based on the specific facts of your legal matter. Jeanne Williams is licensed to practice law in the state of New York only. All right. Like always, you find the show notes with the links to everything Joné and I talk about in this interview at 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 15. That's 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 15. All right. Are you guys ready? Here it comes. How to protect your business and brand with Joné Williams. Hey, everybody. Super excited. And I'm excited because I welcome a friend here on the podcast. I recently interviewed her for my music business podcast and I had such a great time and we said, you know what, we have to do it again sometime soon. And she's here to tell us more about how to protect your business and your brand. And sometimes when we think about law, the legal aspect of our business, it sounds a bit overwhelming, a bit maybe boring, but that's nothing at all what's going to happen today. This is going to be a fun episode and I'm super excited about my guest. She's the founder of J.A. Williams Law and she has clients and she has worked with clients such as Marie Forleo, Derek Halpern of Social Triggers, Daniela Port, and many others and she's here. It's with great pleasure that a welcome on the show, Jeanne Williams. Hey Jeanne, how's it going?
0: Hey Jan, how are you? It's so great to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
1: I'm great and I'm super pumped and happy to have you here. And so it's so nice when I get to interview people again for a little bit for a different niche, but I had a great time with you on the on the Jet Spot I'm sure we're going to have another great time here on the 360 Entrepreneur.
0: Yes, absolutely. Let's jump right into it. It's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You're right. So I think that people in the indoor line space, many know you as that kind of go-to woman, because I mentioned some of your clients and you have many more and many people, as I said, know you, but can you tell the listeners a little bit more in case there is someone who doesn't know about you and what you do?
0: Um, yeah, absolutely. So I am a attorney who focuses on working with those, um, entrepreneurs who are out in the world that are world-changing entrepreneurs or those that want to be. So people who are really looking to create businesses that do really good and amazing things in the world to help other people. So um, I'm really um, interested in working with that kind of group or the people that desire, like you want something bigger and greater in your life. And the way that I do that is that I work with um, entrepreneurs with either setting up their businesses and um, you know, basically creating the foundations or helping them figure out how to grow and expand their businesses um, as they're growing and emerging as one of the top leaders and entrepreneurs in the world or I work with them on protecting what it is that they've already created. So those are like the Daniela Ports and Marie Forleo's of the world, (laughs) who are, you know, already out there changing the world, but they're looking to protect the empire that they've already built. So um, I do that through business law, internet law, and intellectual property primarily. And for my clients who have books and you know speaking gigs and things like that, I also um, do entertainment law as well. Um, So yeah, that's. how I work with people and help them with their businesses.
1: And I think that, you know, from your words, you're kind of a perfect match for the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast because the listeners are really all kinds of entrepreneurs. There are those that have been in business for many years. There are entrepreneurs, people who have been thinking about starting their online business. And I really hope that, you know, this podcast provides them with the motivation, with the information and the tools and the the success stories they really need to get started. So it's perfect that you really cover the the whole thing. And let's get started. So today we talk about how to protect a business and a brand. And I want to ask you, what are the very first things entrepreneurs should think about when it comes to protecting their business and brand?
0: I think that the first thing that you need to do is just pull together the basics and the foundation of what it is that you need for your um, business. So that will include um, like your service agreement Mm -hmm. or whatever, or you, um, your product agreement. Um, You need to think of what kind of independent contractor or employee agreement you want for the first person that you're going to hire and work with you whether that's a virtual assistant or a physical assistant or um, you know anybody else that you decide to work with you should also be thinking of non-disclosure agreements and those are for people we can bring on is like interns or volunteers or people that you want to disclose your ideas to about what it is that you want to do because ideas can't be copywritten. So you want to make sure that no one else can take those ideas and do anything with them as you're kind of, you know, giving them to, you know, mentors or running them by people that you know. Um, You also want to think about um, a huge one, which is one that many people don't do, putting their privacy policy in terms and conditions and a Disclaimer if needed onto their um, website. Mm -hmm. And that is extremely important because, you know, when you're operating in the internet and the online space, you have to have certain um, information on your site to let people know how you're collecting. And doing business and, and provide them with the opportunity to either, you know, remove themselves from your website or continue to surf. So these are some of the main things that you need in order to create a um, a proper foundation for your business.
1: And Jude, obviously, I know that you're very active on Twitter and you are at J Esq. And you also have the blog at jawilliamslaw.com. You have your website and you have the blog there where where you share so much information. So guys, obviously, for more in-depth information, you can really access Jonet's blog, because obviously I know that Jonet would love to stay with us the whole day, but, <laughs> but unfortunately, she's very busy, so she cannot be with us the whole day. So Jonet, you gave us a list of some of the things we should think about to protect our business and our brand. And I want to ask you about Uh, how to protect a program because we have seen that programs are really popping up (laughs) everywhere we turn there is a new program coming up and it's something that maybe some of the listeners who are listening to you and I have been thinking about launching their own program so what do you have for them?
0: Yes, absolutely, and this is something that comes up quite a bit um, when people are out there putting their um, products and services and things like that out in the world. So you definitely have a, a set of legal things that you need to have in order to be able to operate in the law, um in the online space and make sure that you're protected. So there are um, a couple things. Number one, if you plan on having um, affiliates, you need to have an agreement. These mm-hmm. affiliates are the people who are going to go out and they're partnering with you in the launch of this product to promote it out in the online space and to their, to their audience members, their list, social media, things like that. And for their promotion, if people purchase through them, then they get, um, then you're able to get a, a certain percentage of the sales for that product. So with that being said that is a contract so you need to make sure that you have the arrangements set out for what it is that they're to do what is it that they're going to promote and how and um what they're going to receive in exchange for that promotion and when that should be um when that should be le- delivered to them. So it makes them feel safe and comfortable with being able to promote your product, and it also makes you feel really good because you know that they're going to adhere to what it is that they said that they would do in order to promote your product because of the fact that they want to make sure that um, they're aligned with the con- contract and they can put put it out in the world and get sales. So affiliate agreements are very important for that reason. Um, Then you need to have um, shopping cart terms, which is basically that set of terms and conditions that, you know, if you've ever purchased something online, you check off a little box before you finish (laughs) filling out your billing information. This is, I agree to these terms and conditions. Most of the time people don't read it, but you know, you need to have it because there needs to be a set of terms um, that are connected to that product or service um, when you actually, um, when someone actually purchases. And think about if you don't, don't do that. Then guess what? There is no contract. There's no agreement between you and the other person, and you can you can get screwed. They might not pay. They might not pay on time. They might um, they might steal your content. Like there's various different things that can happen if you don't have these agreements in place. And if you do have them in place, then guess what? You're you know you're protected for the most part. So it's really important to have um, shopping cart terms, and. You know uh, one of the things that you also need to consider about shopping cart terms is is that you know you can't prevent someone from saying horrible things about you on the internet. <laughs> They decide that they hate your product or your service. Like you can't put a muzzle on someone's free speech in terms of saying their opinion. But what you can do is make sure that um, that you are protected from every other aspect of what it is that's happening with your um, with your product and your service, and make sure that you feel really safe to be able to put it out in the world and know that um, that it won't be you know pirated or stolen. You can't prevent people from doing it. Um, because you know, people can be a little crappy sometimes and do horrible things, but you know, it's better to have it and be able to protect yourself and make sure that you have, um, something solid that you can, in the event that you do need to sue someone or, Go after what's rightfully yours because they breached your contract. You have a way to do that, so that's um, so that's it. And then you should also have um, some type of disclaimer on your site because when you have disclaimers on your um, site. If you are putting um, something out in the world that has to do with um, your physicality or, you know, your business results or, you know, your medical results or whatever, and um, you need to have something that protects you that says, hey, if you decide to consume this information and do something with it and something happens to you, that I'm not liable because you have your own free will, you have your own choice, Mm -hmm. and you can choose to use this product or this service or not. And also, it makes people... It puts people, makes people aware that you may or may not be a trained professional in this particular product or service that you're putting out. And for business people, you know, I, I always tell them that you need to have an earnings disclaimer on your products because you don't want somebody going out and, you know, purchasing your product, putting it out in the world and then saying, hey, you know, I did this, you know, I did this. <laughs> I didn't make any money, you know, and that's not your fault. You know, everybody has their own set of, you know, business savviness and time management and, you know, what their product is and how they put it out in the world. And you have no control over that thing. So you don't want anyone coming back and saying, hey, I paid for your information and I didn't get the result that I that I bargained for. So that's, um, that's one of the other things. And then you need a terms and conditions and a privacy policy. Again, um, it's very important that even if you have them on your website, that's perfectly fine. But if you launch a different product or service and you have a different, um, site for that, or you have a different link for that or whatever, you need to have terms and conditions and a privacy policy on those sites as well. So, Those are all of the things that if you implement all of those things, you're in a really good spot in order to protect yourself legally when dealing online and selling products or services.
1: Man, Jonet, i I'm having such a great time talking to you. And before we continue with our awesome conversation, let's take a second to thank today's sponsor. If you're looking for a web hosting service, my number one recommendation is Bluehost. For just $3.95 a month, You get a limited web hosting and a limited domain, which means that you can host as many websites as you want with just a single Bluehost account. You get 24-7 top-notch support and you can install all of your WordPress sites with just a couple of clicks. Go to 36entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost to sign up. And when you do, Bluehost gives you a $50 Facebook credit and $100 worth of Google AdWords. That's at 36entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost. So, Jonet, basically, we need a set of privacy policy, uh, something about the affiliate, about the commissions, about the last aspect you talked about. So kind of to protect ourselves that, you know, uh, you, you kind of, you might not get the results, for example, by purchasing the product and so forth. We need kind of a set of those terms. We need that within a set of those terms for each product. Like you said, if we have a series of, of programs coming up, we should have a set of privacy like terms for every everyone mm-hmm. uh, each and every one yes. and do you have maybe some some resource to recommend for the listeners where where they can find some for example some templates or something that truly really tells you know what should be in every in everyone because you mentioned qu- quite many and you know I want to make sure that the listeners might have some some resources or do you have maybe something on your website that I can link to the show notes or, or is there some website you would recommend?
0: Yes. Um, I, um, I personally, I don't recommend, um, templated documents simply because of my stance that it's very important that you actually see an attorney to work with you on Mm -hmm. making sure, you know, that your, you know, your documents are actually, um, created to protect your business. And if you do get a template, um, I don't, it's, I don't, recommend that you take that template and just use it straight away. Yeah. I recommend that you take that template to a lawyer and say, hey, here's here's a template that I have. What would it charge? What would you charge me in order to edit this? That's a great way for you to save on the um, the price because an attorney doesn't have to um, draft it from scratch. As far as resources are concerned, I think that my blog is a really good place for you to find information about this stuff. Um, I have a blog post specifically on this topic so you can learn more about it. And also, if you want to um, contact me, all you have to do is you know, shoot me a message or an email or um, you know, contact me through the website and we'll get back to you. So I'm more than happy to help people and tell them what it is that they need and help them to be able to get it.
1: Awesome, Jonay. And guys, if you're enjoying this interview with Jonay Williams, make sure to give her a shout out on Twitter. She is at Esq. Make sure to give her a shout out to let her know that you're listening to her and I here on the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. And Jonay, another aspect of, of a business, especially when it comes also to a land business, and it's something that is becoming really, is really growing is outsourcing. So working with freelancers or with contractors. And I know that you also have written a post about this, that it's very important about how to protect yourself when working with contractors. So can you tell us a little bit more about what we should think about when, you know, before we hire contractors, freelancers?
0: Absolutely. The first thing that you need to be very aware of when you are creating and working with contractors is that you need to have some type of independent contractors agreement or some type of agreement between the two of you. So it's very important um You know, when you're working with contractors, you most of the time you won't, you don't know these people. Even if they came from referral, um, you, you know, you don't know them, you don't know their Mm -hmm. practices, you don't know how they work. And you want to make sure that you're protecting yourself and your business when you're working with them. So the first thing that I recommend is having an independent contractor agreement and having um, a couple of things in it. One of them being a non disclosure and confidentiality clause, which Mm -hmm. is basically telling people, hey, you know, whatever it is that I, um, disclose to you, that, that is not something that you can disclose to a third party. It doesn't matter who it is. So that's very important. Um, just because, you know, you don't want people getting your information and saying, Oh, that sounds, you know, that sounds good. I'm going to tell this to my other client, (laughs) um, (laughs) you know, or use it myself or (laughs) use it myself. Right. So that's one of the things that you need to do. Um, the second thing is, is um, having a covenant not to complete compete clause. And, um, you know, it depends on what state in our country that you are in, um, whether they allow this or not. Sometimes they're frowned upon, but again, let a judge decide whether you're gonna keep your covenant not to be complete. Compete mm-hmm. clause or not, and basically that clause says that um, it will it will prevent a contractor from stealing your methods, your plans, your secrets, um, and using them for their own business purposes. So, um, you know, somebody can learn in your business, come in as a contractor, like an assistant, for example, learn your processes, and say, hey, that actually is pretty damn good. I'm gonna go and take this and go <laughs> do something with it myself and create a business, and then create competition for you. So that's why it's saying, you know, a covenant basically is a promise. So it's like a promise to not to compete with the business that I'm working in. Um, And then the other is to require that they get um, in your contract, make sure that you have something that indicates that they will give you notice if they decide that they're going to no longer work with you. Mm-hmm. Because what generally happens is is that people don't, um, don't have any type of clause in their contract that says, hey, well, if you decide that you no longer want to work for me, you need to give me an X amount of notice. Now, contractors are not, um, they're generally not governed by labor and employment law. Um, and, you know, and labor and employment law is different in every state and in every country. And so, um, but they're not governed by that. They're governed by contracts. So, Whatever the terms are in the contract itself are what's actually is governing the relationship between you and that person. So if you don't put something in there that says you need to give me notice, they can quit. <laughs> you know, at, at any point and then you're screwed. Like if you're in the middle of a launch and then somebody decides, Hey, you know what? Screw you. I don't want to work for you anymore. And they just leave. Then guess what? You, you're not protected. So if you have a clause in there, then it will um, prevent you from having big fires that you have to put out and um, allows you to kind of have some reassurance that they'll stick around. And if they're in breach of contract, um, meaning that they don't stick around anyway, even though they sign. That then you have legal recourse to um, to go after them or whatever it is that you need to do, whether it's withhold payment or whatever. So um, so that that is definitely really important, and you will just want to make sure that when you pull together an independent contractor's agreement to make sure that an attorney looks at it to prevent any issues from happening with you um, not being able to um, get sufficient notice or, you know, having covenants or privacy policy, I mean, privacy policies, but confidentiality agreements in the, in the terms. So
1: awesome. Jeanette, you're You're really giving us a lot of food for thoughts and you, you told us quite about uh, quite many things actually about you know how to protect our business and our brand. You talked about some tips specifically to to the business. You told us about what uh, privacy uh, terms and conditions we should have on our website. We've talked a little bit about programs and affiliate programs, and now we talked about outsourcing and what to think about before hiring contractors. And obviously. This topic, it's, you know, a, a podcast episode wouldn't be long enough to cover this in depth. I want to mention your blog and your website once again, jawilliamslaw.com, because there, there is more in-depth information. As you said earlier, people can contact you. You're also on Twitter at jwilliamsesq. And I'm sure you're going to be very happy to answer any question, or any doubt that some of the listeners would have. And if you were to give one final tip for the listeners or or advice, what would you give them?
0: <laughs> I think that the, um, the main thing that I would say is find an attorney mm-hmm. um, and not just any attorney but but somebody who understands your type of business because attorneys are just like doctors you don't go to you know a foot doctor to you know to deal with your heart okay <laughs> so you're not going to go to a real estate attorney to help, to get help on your online business or, (laughs) you know, so, so it's really important that even if you know an attorney or you have one in the family or, or whatnot, make sure that you go to one that is very um, specific to your industry. They have experience in your industry. They understand the challenges and nuances that you're going to face and um, make sure that you just have one in general on your team. Because if you don't, it's going to be extreme, you're going to run into some challenges that could have very easily been prevented had you had that person. So um, you need to have a key team of having a um, tax advisor or an accountant and an attorney on your team just from the gate. And then you're in a really good space to create uh, a fantastic business.
1: Awesome. Jeanne Williams, thank you so much for being here with us today and for telling us a little bit more about what we should do and think about to protect our business and brand. Really appreciate it.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure. And thank you very much for putting this podcast on. I know that you're helping so many people. So I really appreciate it. And thank you for inviting me.
1: Okay, guys, we are back. Jonet thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here with us today for your tips on how to protect our businesses, and our brands. And guys, speaking of protecting your brand, I know that Joné has the free guide, the Brand Protection Guide, and you can find it in the show notes at 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 15. You will see it there. Simply click the image and you'll be redirected to the page where you can actually download the Brand Protection Guide of Joné Williams. OK, if you listen to last episode, episode 14, where we talked about how to build a passive income system this smart way with Pat Flynn, I told you about the upcoming episodes. Starting from tomorrow, episode 16, there's going to be a series of three or four episodes that revolve around self-publishing. For example, we're going to talk about how to build that thriving book-based business. We're going to talk about do-it-yourself book marketing Kindle publishing and much, much more. So if you're interested in self-publishing, you're an author, or maybe you have been working on a book, you really don't want to miss the next episodes out in particularly. And the best way to do so, is simply to subscribe to the podcast. You can go to 360entrepreneur.net slash iTunes for the iTunes page of the podcast. Or if you're using Android devices, you can go to 360entrepreneur.net slash Stitcher for the Stitcher page of the podcast so that you can subscribe on the platform that you prefer. The podcast is also on SoundCloud, so it's really up to you. Choose the platform that you prefer to get tips from some of the world's top entrepreneurs, online marketing experts, and like in the case of the next few episodes, best-selling authors. I'm Yanni Lunga, and yep, you've listened to the 360entrepreneur Thank you so very much for taking time of your day for being with Jonet and I today. And I wish you a great day. Take care. Thank you for listening to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. For more tips and tools, head over to www.360entrepreneur.net.